Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending September 15th, 2023. I'm Sophie Antalgibeir, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Alex Kuzli, investment strategist for Russell Investments focused on Asia Pacific. Hello, Alex, how are you? I'm great, Sophie, how are you going? Excellent. I'm hoping that we can um, talk about three topics in particular today. First, um, I'd love to ask you some questions about US CPI. Then we also had some news from the ECB and interest rates there. Um, and then last, um, lastly, about China headlines. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. Let's start in the US at home for a minute. Um, US CPI data got came out for August. It was a little higher than expectations were. What's your take on that? Is inflation picking up again? Might it change the trajectory of the Fed's policy? Or where, where are you seeing the outlook from here? Yeah, so there was a little bit of a small upside surprise. Um, but if you look at the more important parts of, of core inflation in terms of you know what's driving the Fed's decisions, so shelter, was the lowest it's been since December of 2021. So that's an encouraging sign. Uh, and the wages sensitive piece of it was fairly benign. So the two pieces that have been driving the concern have softened a little bit further. What does it mean for the Fed? We don't think it really changes to September at all. So next week, we think that we're very likely to see them keep rates on hold. They've really signaled that this meeting is not a live meeting. Uh, November is the next live meeting. And we still kind of think that there's you know, it's more of a coin toss and will really depend not just on inflation, but the payroll data that we get over the next two months as, I, as we approach that um, November meeting. So no changes for September, but November is still a, a bit more of a live meeting. All right. So we'll keep an eye on that. Another thing that I know you've been keeping an eye on very closely, as has most of the rest of the world, was the European Central Bank raised interest rates again um, on Thursday of this week. Where does that leave us at the moment? And how does that maybe impact the sort of economic landscape and market landscape in Europe? Yeah, it's a great question. So the ECB went up 25 basis points, now at 4%. If you went back to the start of the week, the market was pricing a 35% chance of a hike. So that moved pretty quickly through the week. Where does it leave the European economy? Within the European economy, it is struggling right now. Uh, it's clearly in a pretty big slowdown. If you look at the credit impulse, and as a reminder, European banks make up a, lot, a bigger proportion of lending to businesses than they do in the United States. The corporate bond market is much bigger in the US. We've seen a pretty big slowdown in the credit impulse, which is the change in the provision of credit. Uh, and so that's going to flow through and continue flowing through to the European economy. So it's in a pretty tough spot. The ECB has put rates in a very restrictive level right now. We think this is probably the end of the, of the rate hiking cycle. 4% is much, you know, much higher than the neutral interest rate. Um, but, you know, recession risk, similar to what we talk about with the US, of, you know, they're very restrictive and that increases recession risk. It's a similar story in Europe right now. Wow. Now, lastly, um, China seems to be just getting sort of one negative news headline after the next. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Do we see a positive turn coming soon? And are Chinese equities pricing the current news in? Or where where does the outlook stand for that? So on the cycle, so the, the economic cycle, I don't think we're at the bottom yet. I, I think we there is potential for more stimulus to come through. But what we really need to see is a bit more pain uh, the Chinese government will feel before they feel the need to provide that kind of irrigation style stimulus. We had a slightly better than expected credit uh, credit number this week. And most of that was really driven by government bond issuance. So it's a, a low quality beat. 
consumer confidence is still quite soft and you see that coming through with mortgage uh, mortgage borrowing. In terms of equities, you know, a lot of this bad news is being priced. So MSCI China is currently trading at a uh, forward PE multiple of 10, which is very low. Uh, we talk about cycle value and sentiment a lot at Russell and we have a sentiment measure that we look at for Chinese equities relative to global equities to look for those signs of panic. And what we're seeing is that it's moving towards oversold. It hasn't reached that panic threshold yet, though. So we saw that in October last year uh, before the reopening announcements came through. Uh, we're watching that very closely to see if we start to see those signs of capitulation come through, but we just aren't there yet right now. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alex. Um, I know you're busy, and unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. But thank you so much for your insights. And thank you for joining us. We'll be back again soon.